This is a passage and a principle where we help you to think on God's Word so that our minds can be renewed to be like Jesus. Let's get into God's Word. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Passage and a Principle. Today we look at Mark 6, verse 30 through 44. Now if you recall, we just finished through uh, verse 13 of chapter 6 in our last uh, um, podcast. But as we, we see here, we see in, in verses 14 uh, through 29, um, we, we see that uh, there's a sort of an interlude here that Mark puts in there with, uh, with John the Baptist, in which John the Baptist it tells the story of his, uh, uh, his arrest and ultimately his uh, being killed at the hands of, uh, of Herod. And so as, uh, as, as we, we see here, we see that uh, um, John and, and uh, you know, John dies, uh, and basically pa- Mark just puts this story in here, not only to, to show us uh, sort of a, a timing here of the ministry of Jesus, but also as an interlude. You know, Jesus had just sent out the disciples. Now as we pick up in verse 30, uh, we see that the disciples are returning. And it says in verse 30, the apostles gathered together with Jesus, and they reported to him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest for a while. For there were many uh, people coming and going, and they did not have time to eat. They went, they went away in the boat and to a secluded place by themselves. The people saw them going, and many recognized them and ran there together on foot from all the cities and got together, got there ahead of them. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a large crowd, and he felt compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it was already quite late, his disciples came to him and said, This place is desolate, and it is already quite late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and spend 200 denarii on bread and give them something to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go look. And when they found out, they said, Five and two fish. And he commanded them all to sit down by groups on the green grass. They sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up, up towards heaven, he blessed the food and broke the loaves and kept giving them to the disciples to set before them. And he divided up the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up twelve full baskets of the broken pieces and also the fish. There were 5,000 men who ate the loaves. So here we see the disciples come back. Uh, they, had been, they had been away. They had been doing this ministry that Jesus had sent them out on. They come back, and it's rest time. It's time for them to rest. You know, ministry can be hard. Uh, so many things that can, can be done, so many things that need to be done in the church that, you know, many times we don't even have time to, uh, uh, to rest. And so the disciples come back, and, um, you know, Jesus recognized that they needed to, uh, uh, to have a time of rest. They need a time away, and so he tries to get them away, uh, being secluded by boat. But, of course, you know, Jesus understands, and he knows what's about to happen. Um, you know, and so this secluded place here is, the, is really the key to understanding this passage. Um, you know, there was promised rest for Israel mentioned in passages like Deuteronomy 3.20, Deuteronomy 12.9, and Joshua 1.13. Uh, we see that, uh, we see that there, there's a promised uh, uh, rest. And in Isaiah and Jeremiah, we have the promise of a second rest or a second exodus in which God's people will make their way into the final resting place. And so as we read that, we don't have time to, to read them, uh, um, but if you want to read in Isaiah 63, verse 7 through 14, um, you can you can read that passage. 
And ultimately, we find in this that uh, as, as Mark is, is mentioning this, he's pointing to the fact that Jesus, that this rest is found in Christ. Now, this rest that we found in Christ. And so here we have this crowd that comes. You know, Jesus has called his disciples away to rest. The crowd beats them to the other side. They're waiting on them. And Jesus has compassion on them. You know, they're, they're met by people who ran ahead of them. And so, so notice, uh, you know, notice what's happening here. The reason the people left where they were and went to the other side was a direct result of the disciples' mission. They had, had been, Jesus had sent them out, and so it says that there were people coming and going, and it was time to, uh, to rest. So when we see this, uh, we, we see the, them coming as a result of uh, the disciples' ministry here, and Jesus sees them, and he has compassion on them. And this is a word that implies a, uh, a feeling that's deep in one's stomach. It was a heartfelt uh, uh, feeling towards these people. And so he says that he recognizes them as sheep without a shepherd. Now, of course, we understand this uh, concept as we think about the Old Testament. It was the idea, uh, the Old Testament thing that was tied to the wilderness. Um, the Numbers 27, 15 through 17. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who will go out and come in before them, who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the congregation of the Lord will not be like sheep which have no shepherd. In Ezekiel 34, 5, they were scattered for lack of a shepherd. And they became food for every beast of the field and were scattered. In Ezekiel 34:11, For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I myself will search, search for my sheep and seek them out. So here we see Jesus as the one appointed by God to be the, the leader, the shepherd of the people, who will provide that rest that was promised. And so the multitude here and the disciples are the people who represent Israel in the wilderness, and Jesus is the one who will provide that rest for them. The time of rest has come in the Messiah and uh, that we and all who trust in him can experience. And so here we have this picture here of, of you know, this, this idea of, of rest. But here's the challenge. The challenge is to recognize the provision that's found in Christ. Jesus is teaching them. It gets late. And so, he, he, you know, the disciples come up and say, hey, you know, uh, we're concerned, basically, and we need to let them go so they can go get something to eat. So, again, notice what's happening here. Jesus is teaching them, and, and, and you know, they were thinking of the people. They had been out. They had been ministering. These people had come. And, and so, um, you know, here they are together. The disciples are genuinely, I think, concerned about these people. But Jesus has a better idea. He tells them to give them something to eat. And the you in this passage is imperative. You give them something to eat. So disciples begin to calculate, now wait a minute, it's going to take eight months' wages to feed all these people? And so Jesus has them see what food they have. They have five small barley cakes and two fish. There's not enough. There's absolutely not enough. But they needed to realize, the disciples did, in, in coming into this rest with Jesus, that they didn't have it within themselves to do it that they must rely on Christ. And so Jesus sits all the people down. Of course, we, we know the miracle happened there. The bread didn't run out. The fish uh, was not exhausted. And, and it shows that nothing's impossible with God. Jesus provided for their need. But again, the lesson is, is to find that rest, to find that trust, and to rest in Christ. And these little things, Jesus did something amazing. So we might ask, you know, how can I really be of service when I can only offer so little? Well, Jesus is the one who provides. 
It's his provision that matters, and he never fails. You know, as we see this, we, we must be willing to say, all I am I offer to you. Use me in the way you see fit. I'm just a vessel for you to use. When we do that and we find our rest in Christ and, and, and our focus on him and we recognize him as our shepherd, then the excuses of why we cannot serve, why we cannot share, they, they become so small that we, we, we shouldn't even consider them anymore. Sharing Jesus and resting in Jesus, it's much more important than the excuses that we can make. Will you find your real rest in Christ? And as you rest in him, let it overflow into all you do and how you serve him. Let's pray. Father, thank you for, again, for the time that we've had here today. I just pray that you would bless those who are listening. And I pray that you would do a work in their lives as only you can. Let us remember and recognize the rest that is found in Jesus. And may we look to him in all things. I thank you and praise you and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you again for joining me for a passage and a principle.